the 20 preview. Hatless Winker, <laughs> episode twenty-five. I should morning. bring you forgot that. my hat. I should bring you the water buffalo hat to wear. I, for, I, I forgot my hat. Probably noggin's too big. For exactly. Yeah, forgot my hat at uh, at uh, leading off. You left it there? No. no. I actually, I and I had a, I had a Marlins ball for you. Everything that they did was is interesting. Talk about social distancing. They had these giant buckets of balls uh, individually wrapped. Oh, cool. So the kids could play catch on the field mm -hmm. and so you grabbed your ball and wrapped it and you threw it with your kid and then you kept the ball oh cool but i grabbed the next one for nice you, so. nice <laughs> so yeah why don't you talk about that for a minute what that experience was like and then i'm going to talk about uh saturday and sunday's baseball let's games. do it i had a i i've been to a lot of marlins uh activities i you know when the stadium was being built they would have open houses i would go to all that stuff and i think this was the coolest event We'd been to. I, I was reflecting on as as my wife was in the batting cage, taking yeah, live you pitch. pepper balls at her, <laughs> and she was nailing it. Actually, she was really proud of herself. Oh, nice. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, that was you know, here we are on the field. They had batting cages set up on the field. You could throw pitches back in the bullpen. I'd actually never been in the bullpen. Is that pretty before. cool? Right. It was great, man. Awesome. And so yeah, the whole thing was great. Um, you know, one of the reasons it was great it was very limited attendance. Like to get right. on the field, like nothing was crowded. There was no long lines. But yeah, what a great event! Great, uh, great outreach by the Marlins. Um, people were having a blast. It was funny. Although I, I have a, a cultural observation, it was all these young families. It was mm -hmm. a lot of young people, and it was, seemed like every mom had a COVID baby on her hip. Yeah, I saw a lot of fresh babies. Nice, nice. <laughs> a lot of three-month-old babies. That's what happens when you a stay year home into COVID. All <laughs> for months so, <laughs> at a time you got nothing else to do Look, i think I'm, we may be having a baby i cut room. the grass three times today what else i'm gonna do right so yeah uh total success i didn't see any players there um uh because i guess and that game was saturday night right yeah yeah and that was brutal geo uh you know you want the hometown guy to do well now remember we had the other day we had a uh or maybe a couple weeks ago one of the pitchers posted a 95 ERA. Well, no, Gio Gonzalez, 189. 189. Uh, went actually one third of an inning, gave up seven runs. It was pretty bad. I mean, that's the only reason we lost that game. We would have won four to two had not that yeah, uh, implosion happened. But now you want the guy to be successful, but now I don't see a roster spot for him at all. Yeah, what, a, what uh, an outing. Well, I hope he gets another chance. Look here, you we know. got. Uh, your wife chiming in on who, who has been the most ah, great player to question. Watch. So I'm going to, I'm going to segue into that right now yeah. because we, we did lose that game on, on a Saturday to the national seven, four, but then came back yesterday, one, four, two jazz Chisholm with a big, uh, uh, home run. Um, I think that's guy's got to be one of the, I was going to say the same exciting. thing it's, it's or JJ Bladey. I like both. It's guys. boring radio to both agree on the same, but I saw a uh, shout out to fish stripes, yeah. another podcast. And they had a thing about, um, saying that um, he has the highest exit velocity and the longest home run. Yeah, and I think he pretty much shored up his spot at second base. Pretty much. I mean, unless something happens between now and next weekend. Uh, and then today we've got Sa the Sandman's going. Probably his second to last start before opening day. He'll probably pitch again next Saturday. And then got you got yeah, you got four. Four or five days in between before the first game. And then today's game 
is I think the first game it's Flaherty, on, but it's on Fox. Fox Sports. Well, I think Fox it's Sports. Bally's now. They call it. I know. It's not even. Fox I don't think Sports, they rebranded Bally's it yet. Bally's yeah. Florida, whatever that I guess is that the casino. The, the casino. It? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right with it. Yeah, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. So game 105 start today. Sandy uh, going against Flaherty uh, should be another good good outing for him. Uh, I love Sixto on Saturday. That guy was lights out. Uh, and I think he's probably looking at a three or four hole uh, as far as the rotation goes. Trevor Rogers yesterday definitely solidified his five spot. Pitched pretty good, had a double. You don't see that that often. Yep. Yeah, so for so. my uh, for my wife, who's uh, uh, an Astros fan, and all her friends, did you see what happened at the game on uh, yesterday? No, I, I was listening to it. I did. So uh, when Bregman was up, I guess one of, one of the they said a, a, a fully uniformed Roger Dean Chevrolet uh, uh, Roger Dean Stadium staff member mm-hmm. had a giant trash can and just banged it the entire time Bregman was up. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I can't even stand those guys though. I mean, Houston, ugh, gross. Another question from Christina Hernandez: Are all the pitching positions filled? Let's talk about that. Sandy, number one, Pablo Lopez, Elias, uh, uh, Hernandez, Sixto, Trevor Rogers. All righties. I think, no, Rogers is a I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Wait, exactly. No, Rogers has solidified a spot as our one. I think so. I got to tell you something. Being the one lefty on that staff, he's going to be put in some interesting situations. I think for sure. For sure. And then the bullpen, I think, is, is pretty, is pretty solid with, uh, you got Yumi Garcia out there and then all the guys that they signed. Bass had a great save yesterday. Uh, that guy's, I, I think, between him and Yimmy Garcia, those are going to be the closers. Uh, Floro played much better than he did in his first outing yesterday. Uh, but then you've got Detweiler, Simber. Simber got the win yesterday yep, against that's Houston. That's the sidewinder. Yeah, from Cleveland. Uh, so I think they're. I think we're going to be loaded in the bullpen. Let's just hope we don't have any injuries where we have to worry about that. But I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah, my wife because uh, they hate Houston, <laughs> and particularly Houston, well, that no, we, guy. We, we we have it's like the, the the couple of our things the true you know we um uh, oh my god what's his name um, from the ESPN that just left uh, not Stu Gotts's Dan uh, Lebitard Dan Lebitard oh my god I can't believe I forgot his name already Dan Lebitard would always say what do we know to be true right and one thing we know to be true is the 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 hated Braves. Right, and hated Atlanta Braves, and the other thing we know to be true is that the Astros are cheating, unrepentant cheaters, cheaters. Right, and so, uh, <laughs> right. There's your answer. There's your answer. That's why they do. Where are the weaknesses? I would say catcher. Catcher is the weakness. If Alfaro bounces back, he had a rough season last year, and that's why Walsh came in and played during postseason. But if he returns to his form, I think th- they're going to be better at catcher. But that is the weakest position, I think. Or maybe shortstop, because Rojas is his spring hasn't been that great. Been with rough. The bat. Yeah, with the bat. So and and some errors too, some uh, errors that you wouldn't expect from him. So I mean, there's pressure on because really Jazz Chisholm is a natural shortstop. It's it's a great question because that's what you know. When I, I I think it was Kelly Sacco who said you know when we were going to the team was like where is the weakness? And at the time we were all saying like I don't know like what's the weakest spot. And I agree with you. It's probably catcher and short right now. Right. Outfield will probably hit on all cylinders. Yeah. All he's starting some, to come around. Because if well, if someone isn't playing well, they're going to get put down. And 
JJ Blade is going to play. Exactly. So I think yeah. we got we got that uh, covered. So yeah. What does it take to be a great catcher? Oh, there are a lot of things there. I mean, you got to be able to frame it. You got to be able to know know the guy that you're dealing with on the mound, um, and then you got to be be able to play some defense back there. Yeah, get catch some, your, get, catch catch some your, guys running. And listen, and play there's defense. nothing nothing as hard as being a quarterback, but being a catcher is real tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's interesting. It's a it's it's a position to me. The way I always talk about think about baseball is like if if I if if I had a kid who's good at baseball. You try to turn him into a catcher, like almost like right. you know, it's like you, you you're either a pitcher or a catcher, and if you're not good at that, let's put you do something else. Like right. you know, like if a kid has that, to me, one of the weird things about being a catcher is you gotta have, you gotta have the durability and you gotta have the explosiveness. Like I think about Pudge. Yeah, you know, Pudge had that fast twitch muscle mm -hmm. that just like he could throw people out. He was one of the most likable people. Which right. is we, which is a weird requirement to be a catcher, but you got to get along with, you know, you're going to have ten different personalities as pitchers, right? And they all, with. you got to get along with all of them. You got to, you got to understand them intuitively. You got to work them. Like the, mm -hmm. the pitchers are more like, they're like racehorses. They're like, uh, they're like thoroughbreds. They're really right. high strung, and if and if you go out there and do something that annoys them, it'll throw and them it, off. Yeah, throw them off their game. You right? got to, you got to know their idiosyncrasies and stuff. So. And I think also just there's just a shortage of catchers. I mean, that's that's the answer is why it's right. hard to be a catcher. It's just like it's hard to have the. It's interesting because you're seeing it in hockey. To bring up hockey again, it used to be the worst kid got put in goal. Right now, and that's now, the most athletic guy. Well, now they're realizing it, it's like you know if you have a kid being a goalie is just a great way to go. Through, you know, like if you have you if you have a kid, goalies are in short supply. And mm -hmm. if a kid's a good athlete and can be a good goalie, you're putting them in there. So yeah, yeah. you're seeing the best skaters being put in goal now. Like it's it's an interesting right. thing. And I think catchers have uh, you know, it's it's a lot more glamorous to be a pitcher now. Right. Than to be a catcher. You said you mentioned Dan Lebetard. I read an article just the other day that Hank Azari, you know Hank Azari, yeah. uh, that plays a bunch of characters on Family Guy and uh did the show Brockmire. They're gonna bring Brockmire back as a podcast on the Dan Lebetard network. Which I think is awesome. That's because cool. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, that guy. Exactly. That guy is amazing. He's amazing. So look, it's going to be the first time that we're going to be able to see real baseball today. Remember, we watched the ones on MLB.com, which the, yep. the view was like way up behind the. I don't like even a know GoPro, where that view was. A GoPro on the roof. Yeah, yeah. It was exactly. like, <laughs> and it wasn't even zoomed in. It's terrible. Today we're we're going to get to see it again. So 105 star. I was thinking Sandy. about baseball the other day when, um. We went in to, to sign in with our MLB app. My wife was showing the, the the thing, and she had the wrong tickets up. And the guy's like, that's opening day. Uh, like, oh, my God, opening day is right around the corner. It's only, what, 10 days from now? Yep. It's going to be good. Going to be good. So, Sandy going today at 105. People watch it. Marlins Nation, get out there and watch the skip work for take a, you know, go to, <laughs> go to yeah, go to the uh, Deli Lane Sunset Tavern for lunch and stay and have a, I'll be at watch you. a little baseball. I actually one of the reasons I messed up on my hat today is I was going to bring my uh, I, I'm volunteering out at the tennis tournament, so I have my uh, tennis tournament hat. So the tennis tournament starts today. Okay, which is just another sign of the return of normalcy, right? Twenty percent crowd. Okay, no stadium court. The grandstand is now the biggest court, limited seating, um, but uh, we're having a tennis tournament. There you which go. Which is really cool. I mean, it's I think we're we're starting to. 
to get is back that on tv it. the first round or no well it's all on yes every everything is on tennis uh the tennis channel, channel. but yeah it's up i just you know it's interesting just from a you know, think about all those players flying to town. It's like, you know, not that we need more people right now this time of year, but right. it is it's just another sign of our return to normalcy. The tournament got canceled uh, last year right on, like, you know, a week before or three days before the tournament was going to happen. Right. It was, it was in March, right, when it happened. So sports are coming little, back. Sports coming back. Yep. All right. Episode 25 is in the books. Thanks, Denise. Have a great week. Preview.